Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide leaders with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving health industry. Brought to you by Vynamic, Trending Health explores topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Jen Burke. Since their inception, medical affairs teams have been tasked with gathering and communicating scientific data on behalf of life sciences companies, a job that has only grown in importance as therapies have increased in complexity and stakeholders have multiplied. Stretched in many directions and under high scrutiny, medical affairs teams need to be able to effectively measure and communicate the value of their work. Today, I'm joined by Dynamics Head of Life Sciences Europe, Gemma Fister, and Putnam's Medical and Scientific Affairs Practice Lead, Lori Klein, to discuss what leaders should be thinking about when it comes to measuring impact in medical affairs. Welcome, Gemma and Lori. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jen. It's great to be here. Hey, Jen. Really glad to be here with you and Gemma. It's a bit of a gray and rainy day here in Philadelphia. Yes, I think the perfect day to have this fireside chat and really explore this topic about impact and measurement in medical affairs. Could you each start by telling our listeners a little bit about your background and experience in the area? My background really is first and foremost, originally as a scientist in biological sciences. And my main focus really has been enabling clients to co-create and maximize the effectiveness of their programs. And in particular for medical affairs functions, So over the course of my career, I've been lucky enough to partner with global and local medical affairs teams on strategic planning, uh, really making sure that I'm bringing medical affairs subject matter expertise to key aspects of their business, like operating model and process design, improvement, key activities that they need to lead on, like integrated evidence planning, patient programs, and and of course, omni-channel I'm Lori Klein. I lead the medical and scientific affairs practice for Putnam and have had a long career in supporting medical affairs, both through strategy consulting, medical communications, and medical education. And really, I've worked in a variety of different settings in strategy consulting within the pharmaceutical side, and like Gemma started in academics. So very excited to participate today. Thanks, Lori and Gemma. Our listeners might not know this, but Vynamic and Putnam are actually both part of Anisio Advisory. But when it comes to how we're working with clients, we're definitely sister companies, not twins. Could you tell our listeners a little bit more about the ways in which Vynamic and Putnam's work with medical affairs clients differs? Putnam is a life science strategy consulting firm with deep vertical expertise in medical affairs, and we pair that with an innovative approach, leveraging large-scale data capabilities. The way we support clients is across a wide range of needs, including asset development, launch strategy, and digital health and omni-channel. And we've been doing a lot of work with clients recently on developing medical insights frameworks, as well as fit-for-purpose metrics. For Vynamic, the value that we bring to medical affairs clients is really focused on a key role of connecting strategy to action. Our focus from a capability and partnership perspective really is to enable medical affairs leaders to build the transformation where transformation is required. But also we help clients focus on some of those areas such as enabling the culture and the performance of medical affairs teams. How do they work cross-functionally? What are the operating models? What are the key skill sets that are required? 
And building off of the Putnam capabilities, there's also areas where it might be that a medical affairs team needs to redesign how they think about, for example, strategic publication planning operating model, or how do we approach integrated evidence generation, or how do we work with HUR and commercial? So those kind of bigger business-related improvements are certainly areas where Vynamic plays a role. I love starting these types of conversations with really diving into and exploring the why. Why is measuring impact for medical affairs so critical, perhaps now more than ever before? For medical affairs, there is a lot of scrutiny on overall resources, making sure that each and every pound, dollar, euro, whatever the currency is used most effectively. An ask of medical affairs teams to ensure that as uh, programs are being designed and implemented, there's always a mindset of ensuring end in mind. Right. So this applies equally to the headquarter office based leaders and teams, as well as the pull through to both regional medical affairs leaders and, of course, the field teams. Throughout all of the activities, it's increasingly important to make sure that there is a mindset of, you know, this is our intent, but equally, this is also how we are going to demonstrate that it is effective and learn for the next iteration of the strategy and tactical plan. Yeah, Gemma, I, I agree with all your points. I think that we see clients increasingly looking for how do we quantify real impact? And we're at a point that there's actually new ways to do that because we've got more data than we've ever had before. So whether you're talking about medical insights or being able to look into how we're changing behavior within claims data, there's just a lot more ways that we can measure real impact within medical affairs. As everyone's talking about omnichannel and how they implement it, you have to have metrics in place to know if you're doing it successfully. So I think just the times have really evolved to where metrics can play a really important role for medical affairs. Another area which points to medical affairs needing to really get even more focused on measuring impact is how we're seeing the medical affairs function working more in an integrated way with the commercial function, with HUR, regulatory market access. And historically, commercial marketing teams have had a focus on measuring and reporting on those measures. But as we see, for example, some of the field roles becoming more integrated, for example, like a hybrid field liaison that has both the medical experience and mindset, but also is able to talk about clinical trials and has a very good grasp on the product data. We're noticing that there's integration also of the insights platforms, right? So increasingly, it's common that there is an insights platform that is shared across function, which is something we may not have heard of a couple of years ago. So this again means that for the medical affairs teams, increasing the capability of understanding their role in a broader business related environment, and also the importance of the insights that they gain locally has become increasingly important. Yeah. And I think you see a lot of clients now looking at how do we tie what medical affairs is doing and show that we're having an outcome on patients. So that's something that's been really interesting to try to figure out what are the right metrics to demonstrate that. If you think about what your strategic imperatives are and your critical success factors, 
how do you select the right KPIs to make sure you're pulling those through and not get inundated with picking too many, you know, but picking the right ones that are going to demonstrate success and really show that you're having an impact in the places that you want to. I love that. We do see a tendency in medical affairs teams to try to dot every I, cross every T when it comes to measuring the plan. And often we advise and encourage not setting too many KPIs and really remembering the P and the KPI, right, which is the performance piece. You know, how does this really tie back to your medical strategic objectives and the strategic imperatives where appropriate? The other angle that I'll add in terms of kind of best practice for KPIs and measures is how to use past data so that then we can pull that forwards to more realistic and tangible KPIs. And then, of course, with the increasing prevalence of an omnichannel approach, we're seeing a, a much broader menu, if you like, of potential KPIs. And so it's become fascinating to be part of team discussions where it's like, okay, of all of these more classical KPIs and the newer KPIs, how do we navigate that, right? So that it stays simple, that it stays smart and real for our overall medical objectives and plan. The Trending Health Podcast is brought to you by Dynamic, health industry management consultants helping clients transform by connecting strategy to action. Through our structured yet flexible delivery model, Dynamic's right-sized teams work side-by-side with life sciences, health services, and health technology client teams, enabling growth, culture, and performance. Curious how we can help your organization achieve its strategic goals? Visit Dynamic.com slash info to learn more. Before the break, we were talking about the importance of measuring impact in medical affairs and how there's more data than ever before. There's perhaps fewer resources and more scrutiny. So there's really this focus on needing to get it right. And they're answering a lot of questions cross-functionally from new partners across the business as their role has been elevated in organizations. As we were talking a little bit about this, why we were getting into some of the challenges. I'd love to explore that topic a little bit more. What are some of the key challenges medical affairs leaders are facing as they are creating or implementing these measurement programs? I was really interested in the 2023 MAPS metrics benchmark survey because they showed that 70% of the respondents didn't have any metric activities in place. So there's clearly some challenges that people are facing when it comes to measuring impact. Some of the things we hear is defining who's your audience, what kind of metrics are going to be most desired by your senior leadership. Some members might want different types of metrics. Also defining what what you're trying to measure. There's a lot of different things you could measure, as Gemma pointed out. Are we looking at measuring the impact of medical insights or publications or stakeholder engagement or our med-ed plan? So how do you prioritize which of those things that you want to measure? And then you've got to think about there are differences in how you measure headquarter versus field activities, or if you're in the setting of US or global, there are different tracking systems and translations. And so it becomes a little bit complicated within some organizations to try to roll all those things together. And then there's just fundamental difficulties in bringing data together. If you've got disparate platforms for measuring your insights in different countries, how do you pull that together? 
I see clients wondering, how do we track performance over time? So what systems are we going to use? Who's going to be responsible? We don't have a lot of extra people around to help us track. And how do we know that if we take a particular action, do we take the time to go back and see, did we make a difference as Gemma was pointing out earlier? And so all of those things, I think, are some of the challenges that really come down to how metrics get implemented. Yeah, and adding to those, invariably within a medical plan, we see a medical objective such as increasing HCP understanding of scientific rationale, clinical profile, and and value. With that comes the question of, well, how do you measure that in a world which is rapidly evolving, for example, from an omnichannel perspective and against the backdrop of finite resources? And so one of the challenges in Vynamic that we're seeing is just ensuring that the medical affairs teams, which of course there are sub-functions within that, really have a good grasp on some of the more evolving and now becoming established ways to measure, like for example, change over time and interaction from dynamic attributes, right? The social media and sentiment analysis type attributes. And while these are not as, as established, for example, as some of the pub plan measures, Certainly, I think there's an understanding and change management element that comes with the adoption of those types of new metrics in an integrated medical plan setting. From a commercial perspective, they do a lot of wave research, right, with HCPs and and other external uh, stakeholders. So again, there's an opportunity and challenge for the medical affairs teams to really understand, well, what is commercial doing, right, with voice of the customer and indeed with patients where that is permissible? And how do we synergize appropriately and compliantly with the information that they're seeking as well? Thinking about how the more modern ways and data points can be integrated to measure the plan is a key opportunity and we're seeing some companies adopting that quickly whereas others it's going to be a little bit longer of a journey. I completely agree and in terms of innovation we see some really neat things being done by clients for example measuring impact on HCP behavior we can do that in a lot of different ways we can leverage claims data We can do quantitative ATU assessments. We can analyze sentiment on medical insights, and we're able to really measure outcomes. We can pick behaviors that we want to see a difference. We can decide what medical activities we're going to take to do that, and then we can look over time and see, have we we moved the needle? Similarly, if you look at medical education, we see clients who are more and more looking at sentiment analysis, adoption, and really is their scientific data getting covered in, in different work streams that they want. You look at integrated evidence plans, some unique ways to be measuring success is really thinking about, did the data that we generate, did it change a guideline? Did it help us get access? Did it support label enhancements or new indications? And did we see that content used across countries? I also think there's a lot of really interesting work being done within Medical Insights where we're using AI to classify data, to look at sentiment, and it can even overlay your omni-channel plan on that and really see like how you're moving the needle. So there's just lots of really fun things that are being done and for the first time in a lot of places. And so that's what gets me excited. So one of the areas within Vynamic that we're seeing increasing requests for is to really help guide and steward the process 
and change adoption of new ways of working. That could be a new strategic publication planning approach. It could be a new approach to capability and performance measurement. It could be IEGP as referenced by Laurie. But again, I think there's an opportunity back to the original question about what are the broader challenges for medical affairs teams and why is measurement more important now than ever? is to ensure that we have some KPIs around operational improvement, right? process improvement. You know, are we optimally working together as we design? Are we working cross-functionally uh, in the best way? And how can we learn? And what does that mean for our overall external impact as well? So connecting the internal and the external metrics is very, very important. Wondering which challenges and opportunities are influencing how healthcare is conceived, delivered, and financed this year? Visit dynamic.com insights to access our 2024 health industry outlook and learn more about what successful leaders will need to navigate. Then contact us to continue the conversation and discuss how Dynamic can help your organization achieve its strategic goals this year. Before the break, we were talking about some of the challenges medical affairs leaders are facing when it comes to measuring impact. And as I was listening to you both talk, I was really just struck by the volume of things to consider. It's a lot. You might think measuring impact is relatively straightforward on its face, but you have to think about what data you need. How are you going to prioritize your metrics? How are you going to incorporate new technologies? And then how are you actually going to pull through those changes with your teams to make sure that they embrace this new way of thinking, this new way of operating. It's just, it's a lot to hold in mind for these leaders in addition to having to do their quote unquote day jobs. You both have extensive experience partnering with medical affairs groups. What advice would you give to them? My advice really would be for them to think about the ultimate impact they're looking to achieve through the whole program and also the budget that's available to do so. We haven't talked too much about budget, but actually from a medical affairs leader perspective, it's just so critically important that there is a guided discernment of focus on the most important and impactful components of their plan. And in that regard, I think encouraging medical affairs leaders to really think with the end patient in mind can often enable medical affairs leaders to really consider what are the absolute must-haves and must-get rights versus those things that perhaps might be for later on or actually could be rolled in within other initiatives that are planned. I would also say that from an overall functional perspective, I would really encourage self-belief more and more, right? Medical affairs leaders have got such a critical contribution to the understanding of the voice of patient, which we're seeing earlier and earlier in the life cycle, but also just that disease knowledge, the insight, the connection with important and potentially practice changing thought leaders and investigators out there in the scientific community. And so I always encourage medical affairs leaders to, to carry that mantle if you like, and make sure that they have the appropriate voice and seat at the appropriate tables. They add a lot of value, a lot of leadership value, and critically that end in mind voice of patient. 
I think certainly another place for medical affairs leaders to consider is just to always think about selecting meaningful impact metrics, those that are going to change behavior of physicians that are going to have some impact that's positive on patients and make sure that they're aligned with your strategic imperatives so that at the end of the day, you're moving the needle forward in the places that you want. And the other thing I would just say is pick some both quick wins and long-term gains. So when you're working in a pre-launch setting, think about what is the long-term metric that we need to move, but what do we need to do in the next six months and the next six months after that? And you can start to set those KPIs up over a couple of years period of time, and then you can see how they all come together. So I think it's really exciting to be able to think about how you're going to be able to move the needle within medical affairs and have a really positive impact on both physicians and patients. And it just takes a little bit of planning. Another I would offer is around the concept of smart KPIs, so specific, measurable, attainable, relevant and time-bound to Laurie's point just now around the timing and having both that short-term, medium and longer-term view on what, what needs to be achieved and how you'll measure it. One observation is that sometimes discussion around KPIs in the context of medical strategic planning can be a little bit uncomfortable it wouldn't be the first time that we've had a debate around, gosh, are these really KPIs or are they more measures? So a little bit of softening around them. And there can be a disconnect sometimes between the strategic thinking and the very buttoned up rational thinking of the plan and the tactics from a medical perspective and the internal operations, right? I'll give you an example. So it might be that across a life cycle, IEGP again, you know, there is a plan to try to be more consistent and to pass the baton such that it's more of a red thread through IEGP, right, across the life cycle. But actually, the operating model internally, because obviously different functions are required and lead at different stages of the, the life cycle, might not be quite in line with kind of the strategy for the IEGP. And so I would encourage leaders to think about the how how it will be executed as much as the why and the what in terms of the medical strategy and not be afraid to have those discussions and it's not like you need to change it all at once but small small tweaks in an operating model which could be you know a greater clarity of a specific leading function at a specific time point can have a huge impact so would really encourage our leaders to to embrace those conversations and not underestimate how the the internal ways of working and cultural norms even play a huge role in what and how things get measured and reported i just saw a, a team leader who was putting together a launch plan and i thought it was really great because it's easy to just set your metrics in the headquarters, but she pulled in her field leader and they looked at the, the launch plan together and they decided on the KPIs together so that they were all aligned and that there weren't too many, but that it made sense for having the most impact across headquarters in the field. And I thought that was just a great example of how to work through collaborating on impactful metrics. Right, because in that case, both of those folks were bringing their own perspectives. They know the, the operations in their worlds and that sense check by them both having that discussion to co-create that means that it's more likely to be successful. It's got the real, the realistic in the smart objective. Love that.
in addition to measuring the impact of the medical strategy and the med medical plan, ensuring that we have got some measures around how we're delivering the medical plan and having impact as, as medical affairs leaders. There's also some additional measures that we're seeing more and more around, you know, are we meeting the environmental sustainability objectives for the company in how we're designing and delivering our plan? And also naturally, are we making sure that we are addressing health equity, diversity and reduction in, in healthcare disparities. So these are all really, really important additional dimensions that I think really warrant a good discussion as part of looking at overall impact measurement for medical affairs as much as other functions. And I think that's a good call out because people are still trying to figure out what's the right way to measure impact on health equity. Everybody wants to do it, but it's it's not the easiest measure to figure out within medical affairs. So I think making sure it's on the radar as a potential measure and thinking about what is the best way to influence health equity is something that warrants further discussion among medical affairs leaders. Yeah, for sure. And this is where we're seeing a broadening of the cross-functional interaction model of medical affairs with key functions whose job is to really elevate the health equity focus within the pharma or biotech company and also you know with like market access because obviously they have a huge role in ensuring key programs like uh, patient fulfillment and obviously equitable access to healthcare. so it's exciting times and we're always really happy and dynamic when when we're able to include those aspects within our overall programs with clients because it's so so important for patients Thank you both so much for joining me today. For our listeners who are interested in learning more about how Vynamic and Putnam support medical affairs teams, please check out the links in our show notes. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Trending Health. To help more listeners find the podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about this episode and the team behind it, check out trendinghealth.com. And to learn more about how Dynamic helps health companies transform by connecting strategy to action, visit Dynamic.com. <laughs>